Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast. So excited to have you join me today for You Can't Measure Relationships. But before we go there, Funny Papers edition. Years ago in my old New York business, there was something white and snowy. Matter of fact, many of us sing for a white Christmas. There was no shortage of white Christmases in the upstate of New York every December 25th. There was also no shortage of snow in general, which tended to begin in mid-November, and once it hit the grass... And white replaced green, which eventually turned brown, right, because of the the coldness. Because it gets cold up there faster than where I'm at now in the Philadelphia area. That white on the ground in November wouldn't go away many years until March or sometimes April. That's like half of the year the ground is cold and full of snow. So why do I share this? Well... I didn't have four-wheel drive in upstate New York with all the snow, and I needed to get to cleaning clients on a regular basis. And for a solid two months, January and February usually, the snow could be unbearable. And I did have to cancel slash reschedule many cleaning jobs because I couldn't get there. Now, I did manage to get my little 1997 Honda Civic across some of those snow-laden roads because I was pretty good driving, but other times it was useless. There was a client I had, her name was Josette, really sweet family, and Josette had four-wheel drive. She also had a really cool house that was always in remodeling phase and just making it really cool, and it was perched at the top of this hill, long driveway, Going up, winding up to the top of the hill. Awesome house. Love to go in there. One problem, my Honda Civic couldn't make it up the driveway in the snow. That's a small problem, but I think I might want to cover it. So how did I handle this small problem when I had a Honda Civic? No, I didn't park at the bottom and walk with all my supplies up. That was a different funny story. Here's what I did. Because it was an offer. Josette to Ken. Hey Ken, I saw that you got stuck last time trying to get up the driveway. If you can't get up the driveway, you can just call me and I'll come pick you up at the bottom and bring you up to the house. Ken to Josette. Thank you, Josette. I appreciate the offer. Now, that's embarrassing. However, how else am I going to get up there? I just tuck my tail between my legs and say, help me, please. I have a little bitty car and I can't get up the driveway. I've fallen. I can't get up. Right. I can't get up the hill. Ah. <sighs> It was embarrassing. Now, the good news is that I never actually had to take her up on her offer because somehow the snowstorms managed to happen around when I was cleaning there. It was a once a month job, and so I happened to miss it. The one time I did get stuck, I was able to kind of meander my way like traversing up the hill until I made it there. And I did have to kind of walk halfway up the driveway. And I think that she was uh, wondering why the crazy tire treads were all over the driveway when she's thinking, boy, I just grew straight up. I wonder what's wrong with that car. 
Anyway, uh, we'll just leave it there. Josette's driveway, snow, New York. Let's move back to you can't measure relationships. I have mentioned my dear friend and cleaning customer, Mr. Dennis Gaiman of Gaiman Design Remodeling in Harleysville, Pennsylvania, many times on this show. That's because he is such a blessing to me. I thoroughly enjoy our breakfast conversations as we both leave sharper and more ready for our day when we do. We had the opportunity to meet for breakfast earlier this week for the first time in a few months, so we had a lot to catch up on. We usually pray and start our meal and toward the end for the Lord's favor on our lives and business. There was one segment of our conversation that was so rich that I had to pause and take some notes for a future podcast. So here's how it went. Dennis, I hear so many time management and business coaches teach us to maximize our output by delegating the tasks we don't need to be doing. It might cost $500 to have a graphic designer do a logo for me, but if I did it myself, it would be 25% as good and take me nearly 10 hours. My time is worth a minimum of $100 and upwards of $200 per hour based on some of the higher rates I'm earning now in cleaning and coaching. So if I spent those 10 hours to save on the graphic designer's logo, I'm actually spending 10 hours. This 10 hours costs me $1,000 to $2,000 in lost income, or what's known as opportunity cost. Therefore, do I delegate the logo or not? Clearly, I do. Dennis agreed with everything and wondered where I was going. I continued, Dennis, when I was in high school, My pop-up taught me how to refinish a dresser, basic gardening, and basic car maintenance. We'd buy the oil and filter at the parts store and do the oil changes in the garage by putting the car up on the ramps. It wasn't the most fun, but I did learn. It cost about 10 bucks in supplies in 1993 and two to three hours of our time. The same oil change cost $30 in the shop. So it saved me about $20, and that was a lot as a 16-year-old. I continued changing my own oil and doing the basic maintenance that my pop-up taught me clear into my early 20s. But eventually, I got to the point where my time was more valuable, and I've been paying my mechanic to do all my oil changes and maintenance for years. Last week... My rear window stopped working, Dennis. I made an appointment to get it fixed, knowing it would probably cost me $300 or more in parts and labor. I don't want to spend the time on fixing and taking apart my door and putting a new motor in. Not interested. However, my wife convinced me to do it myself because it would save us $250. And she had looked it up on YouTube, and it was only an hour to an hour and a half job. Well, you know how that goes. So I listened to her, and I said, you know what? I'll tell you what we'll do. I will attempt it on Sunday, and if it doesn't work, we're taking the car to the shop to have them repair it. Okay, fine. She agreed, and I agreed. That Sunday, I was all ready to go, and what's cool is I was at a breakfast on Saturday morning with some guys from church, and someone came over, uh, one of the waitresses came over, hey, does anyone here have a Honda Pilot? And I said, yeah. I said, your window is open, and it's raining, it's getting wet. I said, oh, I know. My window's broken. No worries. Now, my friend Barry said, your window's broken. What's, what's going on? 
And Barry's pretty handy with cars, and he does a lot of work himself. And he also happens to have the exact same 2008 Honda Pilot. And he has done some incredible things to his his sound system. And he's also just recently replaced a rear regulator and motor for the up and down electric window. And he says, well, heck, you want to bring the car over to my house? Go pick up the part and I'll help you put it in. I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, all right, let's do it. So I plan to go over the next day. I'm sharing all of this with Dennis and Dennis is nodding along, kind of wondering where I'm going still. And I continued. I said, the job took three hours in total from leaving my house to back again at $50 in parts. Nothing broke, and it worked. And again, here's the analysis of opportunity cost, Dennis. My time is worth $100 to $200 per hour, so I had an opportunity cost of $400 to $600. If I hadn't have been fixing the car, I could have made that much. That's the theory. I decided that day to exchange a $300 bill that I could have invested 30 minutes on. I exchanged that for $50 in parts and three hours of time to fix it. Well, those three hours, actually uh, the differential between the two, uh, the two examples, Dennis, I may have saved at least $250, but I added two and a half hours. Those additional two and a half hours at, let's say, $200 an hour, that's $500 of lost income. So really, I spent $50 for the parts and $500 for the lost income and time. That means I spent $550 instead of the $300 to get it fixed. So it wasn't worth my time, right? This was a mistake. And I hung that out there to see what Dennis thought. Dennis could see my grin and nodded for me to continue. He knew that I had a point. Dennis, I decided to do what my pop-up did. I brought my 10-year-old son, Colby, with me to help with guy stuff. Colby had a blast with dad and Barry fixing the rear window. He was playing with tools, taking apart the old window motor, screws and tools and broken motor pieces on the grass. He was loving it. It was so cool. And that's when I realized something. My pop-up also could have delegated oil changes in 1993. He made enough money. He had a really good job working as a power director for Philadelphia Electric Company. Really good job. He had plenty of money. However, he chose to teach his son how to change the oil. And the lessons in that garage from 1993, 1994, and 1995 have lasted nearly 30 years in my heart. I will never forget that time. It bonded us even tighter. It grew our relationship. And there is no way to measure how much that was worth. My papa passed away last year. Now I hold these dear memories in my heart of the time I spent with him in that garage. Dennis, I did the same with my son fixing that window. We built our relationship. Kobe will never forget it. I think that opportunity cost as it is taught, only takes into account the dollars and cents, the minutes and seconds. It doesn't account for the memories created or the relationships built. You can't measure relationships. It was Dennis's turn. Ken, I needed to hear that. I've been working a lot of hours lately, and it took a recent illness 
to give me the perspective I've needed on my time. My grandkids have been wanting me to build them a tree house, just like the one that I had as a child in the backyard. I'm going to do this once I feel strong enough to do the work. It will do exactly for my grandkids what your pop-up did for you and what you did for Colby. His answer totally affirmed my realization. Dennis and I then bonded over this discussion as two fathers wanting more for their kids, and in this case, grandkids. This was a powerful breakfast. And at the end of the meal, I grabbed the receipt and told Dennis that this one was mine. He agreed. But when I got up to go pay the bill, the waiter stopped me. Sir, you don't have to worry about that. Someone took care of it for you. Oh, awesome. I thanked him and Dennis and I actually prayed for the unknown anonymous giver. And this, I'll tell you what, I've shared this on this podcast of Who Paid for Lunch Clue. That was a series I did back in the spring of 2021. This has never happened for me where a stranger at a restaurant decided to just bless us. That was so cool. It was a beautiful and fitting way to end our breakfast. So as I wrap up this episode, as you consider what opportunity cost equals, there are some things that you definitely are going to want to delegate that it's not worth your time to do. And if you do those things, you are stealing time from relationships you need to create. But there's other things that you don't think are that important that you want to delegate so you can do more business and make more money, but you're missing out on opportunities to create more memories and create stronger relationships that will last way longer than the couple bucks you make in the near future from the changes you made in your business. So I just want to encourage you, is there any missed opportunity costs in your life and business that you'd like to discuss, go check out my uh, Smart Cleaning School website. There's a bunch of paid and free resources on there. And if you have any questions for me, you want to talk about relationships and ways that you can maybe be a little bit more effective in your business, what should you delegate, what shouldn't you, feel free to book a free coaching call on my website. There's a link and a button right there in the center, and you can go do that. And I look forward to hearing from you whenever that happens. Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Cleaning School podcast. Have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.